Now with the new frozen Kraft Mac and Cheese meals, I can give them a complete meal that they'll eat completely. That's right. No more broccoli battles. Just clean plates and big smiles. So, moms, it's time for our victory dance. Whoop, to the sprinkler. Uh-huh. Now, Shimmy. Mom, what are you doing? I'm doing that. You ate your whole dinner dance. Woo, that's right. Craft mac and cheese meals. So good, it's gone. Find it in the frozen aisle. This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and the reigning champ, moi. I've won The Voice six times. There is life beyond Blake. I want to be a cowboy. I can do all that too. Your turn, Blake. <laughs> Watch Team Kelly on The Voice. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. Followed by the premiere of Manifest, tonight on NBC. Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Sex Wrap. Uh, I'm Andrew, and I'm here today with my co-host, Spring, and we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics. How are you today, Spring? I'm so great, and I'm so excited for today also. I'm so, so, so excited that my hair is even brighter pink than normal. It is pretty crazy pink. My hair is um, not pink today, but it might be someday. I don't know what has been. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, today, uh, we're going to be talking about a question that someone asked us and that comes up pretty frequently. Um, what's our question today, Spring? Why do we celebrate pride? Why do we celebrate pride? And I think that's a really important question. Um, I'm going to tell a little story. Is that okay with you? Oh, sure. Okay. So one of my best friends in the world, um, I've I talk about him all the time. Um, uh, His parents came down to Miami to visit us and we made reservations for drag brunch on Ocean Drive, uh, which is if you don't know anything about Miami, it's it's right next to the ocean at this bar called The Palace, um, which is a drag bar. Super fun. If you're ever in Miami, you might catch me there. Um, But so we make these reservations for brunch and it's kind of weird. They're hard to get, but we keep trying it. Eventually we get in. It's fine. We get there um, and we didn't know. but it was pride. So because we're it's so hot here in South Florida, uh, we celebrate our pride in uh, early April. So the rest of the world is celebrating in June and July, but we start here a couple months early in April. So we're sitting there, instead of us being, you know, in the normal little umbrella restaurant outside, sipping on mimosas and, and having some drag performance get us through the morning after, um, we're there with his parents and they've extended the restaurant out all the way to the street. Um, so we're sitting there. Everyone has to buy their own bottle of champagne, which is which was, don't drink until you're 21 or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, I can't. That's not convincing at all. Go to Europe and have a drink. There we go. Okay. Um, but uh, we're sitting there and with my best friend's parents from out of town, and we just thought it was going to be a typical drag brunch. No, it is the pride parade. We're one foot away from it. We're on the corner of 12th and ocean. That's the place with the rainbow sidewalks. So we have, I mean, it's a gay brunch, but this is a gay brunch to level 11 with like floats and crazy stuff happening and fire trucks and 
all kinds of go-go dancers. It was really pretty crazy. Um, so Pride for me starts a lot earlier than everyone else, but I continue it out through the rest of the year. But it was a really fun way for me to celebrate something that I didn't know was happening. It just kind of fell into my lap. Happy Pride in my lap. <laughs> uh, pride in your lap. Yes. Um, <laughs> I I love Pride. I think that... Um, Pride is such a beautiful thing to celebrate. I think that we should always be celebrating uh, who we are and how we express ourselves. And it's so nice to have time set aside to actively think about that and to express it to the world. Um, And I also really love that that means rainbows everywhere and unicorns everywhere and all my favorite things glitter uh, just kind of take over the world, especially uh, right at the end of June, the beginning of July. And it is such a special time and it really does kind of, I think, elevate the world because I think this uh, culture of pride around LGBTQ all of the letters uh, really influences the rest of the world. And that uh, pride and that love that we share through the month of pride uh, brightens up everywhere. And I think it's I think we have to add a for ally, make sure that all of the letters, but allies need to be there, too, because everybody has the ability to celebrate um, pride. Like we're all in this together and the more love, the better. Yeah, that's beautiful. So what are. What are you proud of? Before we get into the question, what are you proud of, Spring? Um, I'm proud that I am not afraid of loving people despite any of their characteristics and that I can look into somebody's heart and love them for who they are. And that's my favorite. Oh, I'm really proud of you, too. Um, If you've listened to our previous podcast, Spring has gone through quite a lot over the past year. And through it all, she's remained this strong person who's still able to uh, make connections to people, to be empathetic with people, to want to love people. Um, So instead of being scared uh, when people kind of threw all kinds of terrible things in her face, she maintained like love and pride and love of herself instead of being afraid, um, which I think is pretty awesome. Thank you. What are you proud of? So for a long time, I had a, I had issues with pride when I was younger because um, I would always ask the question, what are you proud of? And people wouldn't have a great answer for me. I'm like, no, you're at this event. You're doing these things. What about yourself are you proud of? Um, just existing, is that something to be proud of? I don't know. Um, but over time, I've come to realize that uh, people are proud that they are able to be visible, that they can be with the people that they love in public. Um I'm proud that I get to be this visible person who's a gay person who gets to talk with people all over the world, um, who gets to show that being gay is not all of the dark, terrible things that the world tells us that it is, that it can be a fun, upbeat, positive, happy person. Um, And I think it's it's awesome that I get to be that. Um, I ask my students all of the time. Well, I don't ask them all the time, but when I, I ask them, how many gay teachers have you ever had in your whole life? And these are, you know, college students who are 19, 20, 21, and most of them say zero, right? So part of my pride is I get to be that positive influence and I get to have those interactions with people to show them that, you know, I, I have, 
I'm a doctor and I'm successful and I'm happy and I'm upbeat and being gay is all of those things and more. Um, and I have this kind of amazing life too. Like I'm proud of being gay against all of the trials and tribulations. Like I've pushed through all of those kind of barriers. I've not let any of those anti-gay ceilings kind of hold me down. And I have a, a happy, well-adjusted kind of successful life <laughs> and a great relationship. I don't know. I could keep going on and on. Do you think, though, that those students have actually had gay teachers, but their teachers haven't felt like they have been able to be out to their students? I think that that might be the case. Um, With me, I'm the kind of person where you look at me for four seconds and you're like, ah, when I was four years old, people were like, oh, we know he's he's that that kind. He's that one. Um, uh, Right. Not that you can tell by looking what someone's sexuality is. My four year old self, like wearing pink, throwing glitter, smiling, laughing. I, I did cartwheels in the outfield during baseball. I made necklaces out of dandelions and wore them when I played first base. Like, you might not be able to tell with everybody. You could tell with them. <laughs> Wait, oh, 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 yeah. So they probably do have other gay, queer people in their lives. But because of the way our society is, often people kind of keep it hidden or put it or stay in a closet, especially in professional settings. And I'm really proud that I do not do that. And I don't have to do that. Yeah. And, you know, you also said that some people weren't able to identify what they were proud of. And I think that's another reason we celebrate pride because so many people do feel like they have to be in the closet in at least some areas of their lives and maybe haven't even been able to spend enough time uh, even identifying for themselves what they are proud of and how they can celebrate that. And that's one of the reasons that we do celebrate Pride to really uh, give people that voice, that visibility and that uh, chance to identify that for themselves. Absolutely. Now with the new frozen Kraft Mac and Cheese Meals, I can give them a complete meal that they'll eat completely. That's right. No more broccoli battles. Just clean plates and big smiles. So moms, it's time for our victory dance. Whoop, to the sprinkler. Uh-huh. Now shimmy. Mom, what are you doing? I'm doing that. You ate your whole dinner dance. Woo, that's right. Craft mac and cheese meals. So good, it's gone. Find it in the frozen aisle. Can I tell another really cute story? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so uh, I went with my best friend and my partner and another one of our friends, my other best, I have a lot of best friends, but um, we went to gay days last year at Disney World mm-hmm. and it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, it was a lot more gay parents with their kids celebrating gay pride at Disney World with their kids. Um, and then the part that I thought was most cool was that there are a ton of straight parents with their kids there. And the parents were these big supporters of gays and gay pride. And the entire Disney World Park was covered in rainbows and red shirts and gay pride. Um, and it was all of these people celebrating together. There are a lot of gender nonconforming kids, boys in dresses and girls as soldiers, which I always love. Um, and the really cool thing uh, is that in the park, all of the Disney characters played along with it as well. We had a, a dinner with princesses. Yeah. 
um, <laughs> gay pride. Yay. Um, and they made all of these really funny on point jokes about, oh, well, I must be at a table full of queens. Like it was really fantastic. Um, but there's lots of different times and places and spaces where you can celebrate. Um, I kind of wish that it was more than one. Well, I guess I live in, my, in Florida. So for me, it's three or four months. But I, I think it should be more than that. Yeah, I think that it is important to celebrate pride and celebrate who we all individually are um, a lot more often than we take the chance to do. Um, So let's talk a little bit about the history of pride and why we actually celebrate pride around this time of year. Uh, Well, uh, it's almost 50 years. It's 49 years. But um, in 1968, 1969, um, in the United States, it was essentially illegal to be or to solicit homosexual acts. It was illegal to be gay, illegal to do all of these things. Um, And gay people and lesbians and especially trans people were all brutalized, um, brutalized by the police, harassed by the police, harassed, uh, uh, arrested just for being who they were. Um, The people, whenever someone says gay bash, um, it actually started as a bunch of people going out and trying to find a gay person so they could beat them up. It was kind of a, a style of gay lynching. Um, that's where the term gay bash actually comes from. Um, and it was common and it was legally, it was illegal to be gay and there were no protections and the courts weren't in your favor and the doctors told you that you were sick and the churches and the schools told you that you were evil and demented and that you needed to repent and change. And there weren't a lot of places um in the United States, where you could really be safe or be where you are or be who you are or be close to someone who you love, especially in public spaces. Um, so that was all going on for a long time. Um, and in New York City, uh, there is a part of it called The Village. Um, it's in southern Manhattan. And uh, there was essentially an enclave, which is a whole group of gay people had sort of moved in the same area and they felt like they had more safety in numbers and they were less harassed by the police. Um, And then we have this thing, this event called the Stonewall Riots. So So what do you know about Stonewall Riots? So Stonewall was a bar located in that area, in the village. And it was one of the few places that openly welcomed gay people during this time. And so it was a place where people could safely go and enjoy being together and not be afraid of kind of... uh, this gay bashing or this kind of um, harassment that was happening in most places. So it was very important to have this safe space. And um, on June 28th in 1968, a riot broke out when... 1969, right? 1969, yeah. 1969. Next year is the 50-year anniversary. We were having a discussion about whether it was 68 or 69 earlier. No, I'm so confused. June 28th, 1969, a riot broke out when police raided Stonewall. And the kind of credit is given to Marsha Johnson for um, kind of throwing a shot glass and saying, uh, you know, I need my civil rights and really starting this whole riot. And then a riot went on for several days where there was um, a lot of activism and protesting and police brutality happening um, outside of Stonewall's where it was all centrally uh 
originating from. And so that's why we celebrate Pride at this time of year, because the following year, 1970, they held a uh, celebration for the first year since that. And we've been holding pride rallies and parades and celebrations ever since. And I think it's really important to talk a little bit about who Marsha was, too, because it's a, she's she's kind of ignored by history as well. Um, so she was a trans woman of color. Um, mm-hmm. And if we look at the people who are really making change and starting resistance, a lot of them were uh, trans women, drag queens, people of color. Those are really the people who started the Stonewall riots. Um, And then if we think about it, we celebrate the anniversary of it every year, but the Stonewall Riots was really the start of this ongoing conversation and growing acceptance and understanding of gay people as well. Um, It kind of happened shortly after the Stonewall Riots. uh, The American Psychiatric Association, the APA, said that being gay was no longer um, a mental issue, that people who are gay are normal and healthy. Um, so really, all of these things were kind of happening in tandem. Yeah. And and that was a really big deal also when APA uh, took that out of their DSM after they took it out of the book that they're categorizing things as problems. So when they removed that and said, actually, this is not a psychiatric problem, uh, it was a, a huge win to to recognize that this is uh, part of somebody that shouldn't be changed, that it's part of somebody naturally who they are. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, the, the, D, the DSM thing is really important because then all of a sudden doctors are no longer to detri- try. It essentially means you no longer try to change that person. You can't try to change who you are. Um, and I could get all sciencey here. Um just just so the world knows, there's not a single piece of evidence, not a single shred, not a single study, not a single researcher who has ever showed that you can change somebody's sexual orientation. Um, it can't like your own can change over your lifetime. You might change how you feel over your lifetime. You might change, but no one outside of you can ever change uh, who you are as a person. Right. Um, there's, and there's no research. There's no science. Um, and they've tried all kinds of crazy stuff. They've done lobotomies and electroshock therapies. Nothing has ever worked. So you are who you are and you should be proud of that person. And that's why I, I love pride, because it, it helps you understand that, yes, I have value in who I am and the world around me, even though it tries to tear me down. Um, I know that I'm of value. Shine bright. Shine so bright and use a lot of rainbows to do it. <laughs> so there's a really funny rainbow story that kind of pisses Spring off. What's the rainbow story, Spring? Well, so we use uh, the rainbow flag to celebrate, which was kind of borrowed from the hippie movement that was happening around the same time. And um, the rainbow flag used to have eight colors on it. And it used to have a bright neon pink stripe that was like the typical uh, rainbow flag that was used. But the hot pink color was so hard to find fabric in that color that they ended up taking the pink off of the rainbow flag, which is just uh, horrifying to me and my pink hair. <laughs> um, and there's a... Uh, they took out the teal. I think usually it's a sixth color as the kind of the more common rainbow colors that you'll see is the red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Um, still beautiful, but. Well, and I think it's really, I mean, so the reason why they, they picked that rainbow flag is that gay people exist 
across every single group of people, every race, every class, every age, every, I mean, it doesn't matter in every part of the world. Um, so the rainbow kind of shows that there's connection and that gay people exist across that entire spectrum kind of brings us all together. Yeah. And our allies. Whole spectrum. Whole spectrum. Um, so our period today, are we, do we need to say anything else or do you think it's time to get into the period? Period time. Period time. Um, so we want you to tell us what you're proud of. Uh, so you can send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Gmail, any of them. Um, uh, and just and just let us know if you go to a pride, if you want to take a picture, if you want to tag us, that would be great as well. We'd love to see what you're doing with pride. Um, and I just posted uh, the um, the MTA pride on our Instagram. Um, so look out for more pride photos being posted through our Instagram as well. Yay. Uh, and, and we both we both really want you to know that uh, Pride is every single day. We have a month where we dedicate it, or you know, a couple months. But um, you should be able to be proud of who you are every single day. Don't let other people tear you down. Um, and then I just have one more thing that I need to say, and it's one of my favorite quotes. Um, and that's, "How the hell are you going to love somebody else if you don't love yourself?" Hashtag #RuPaul. <laughs> yeah, and. I think that the more that we love ourselves, the more we can love other people and the more that we can support other people and the better we can show up in our lives. So show us your pride. Show us your pride. Oh, I love you, Spring. And I love doing this show. And thank you, listeners. All right. So um, if you want to, if you ever have any questions or you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at thesexwrap at gmail.com or you can uh, find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at thesexwrap. Uh, or you can call us too at uh, 413-I-RAP-IT. That's rap with a W. But uh, thanks, everybody. Have a good one. Wrap you later. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too af- Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe. Now with the new frozen Kraft Mac and Cheese Meals, I can give them a complete meal that they'll eat completely. That's right. No more broccoli battles. Just clean plates and big smiles. So moms, it's time for our victory dance. Whoop, to the sprinkler. Uh-huh. Now shimmy. Mom, what are you doing? I'm doing that. You ate your whole dinner dance. Woo, that's right. Kraft Mac and Cheese Meals. So good, it's gone. Find it in the frozen aisle.